0: Look how, look how sweet your eyes look.
1: Oh, I didn't think I would start crying listening to J Lo. I'm not a I'm not a huge J Lo fan, but God, what what a
0: disservice to the gay is seriously. You need to be a J Lo fan.
1: I'm sorry. It's just not usually my style of music, but I do. I think she's gorgeous and wonderful. But oh, I love her. I love her. I just yeah, I, I
0: waiting for today. Waiting for this morning, not waiting for tonight.
1: <sighs> that yeah, I'm I'm still actually watching it live right now. So for those of you that are um, tuning into this particular episode, it is Wednesday, January twentieth. It is the probably one of the most one of the happiest day I would say for Americans and most Americans. Let's just say in the past what four or five years. Oh, I didn't, yeah, it's, it's interesting how um, how affected all of us have been. We're, we're, not, we're not even American.
0: No, no. You know,
1: I mean, they are our direct neighbors to the South, but uh, we, we all get inundated with media coverage. I would say mostly, even as Canadians, mostly American news.
0: Yeah, well, that's exactly it. A lot of Americans don't even know about Canadian politics. I mean, I don't even know much about Canadian politics. I don't even <laughs> know much about politics. Right, right. Yep. <laughs> it
1: is super interesting. So, no,
0: sorry, Dad. Your uh, lawyer, business, political mind definitely did not get passed down to <laughs> it me. Didn't penetrate. No, I believe in reality TV and
1: shopping. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. Anyway. Anyway oh yeah well that was no happy tears I mean but yeah it's uh and my husband I mean Adriano he has been devoutly following the American news for these past four or five years like yeah totally so um yeah it is interesting though like what you just said about how Canadians we do we are a little bit more um are we more worldly? Like I don't really, I don't know what the reason is necessarily behind that. I do know, obviously, like I just said, we do get inf- infiltrated much more with American news than we do with. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
1: An interesting statistic that I just heard, and I know our guest is coming on any second, but it's just very interesting day for this all. Um, is apparently, and I heard this through Michael Moore K okay, recently. So it's just it's, I haven't checked the facts on this, everyone. But apparently only 30% of Americans own a passport. Oh, really? So think of it that way. Only 30%, if this is true, I should fact check this, but I feel like it is because I feel like I've heard a statistic similar to that. But if you think of it that way, okay, they don't know. They haven't left their, their, for lack of a better word, bubble. Right. Right. So... You know, I wonder how many, if, you know, statistically, how many, um, what percentage of Canadians own a passport? It'd be interesting to see the difference, right? right? No kidding, right?
0: I'd be very curious. I never even thought about that as an even as a statistic to look at. But yeah, you, you make a good no. point. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then really quickly, um, are you wearing pants today?
1: <laughs> That's the most important question of the day.
0: Did J-Lo swipe your pants off of you from all of the excitement?
1: oh my god um nope they're still there amazing yeah they're still there they're still there and here comes here comes our guest after
0: what an amazing background photo
1: stunning hi (laughs) hi tim how are you hello
2: good morning
0: good morning (laughs) nice to see you
2: yeah right it's been a very long time
0: oh my god you haven't aged a bit girl
2: I love it thank you <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I've aged like 10 times more in this year anyways so I don't know about all of you but... oh my god have mercy right
1: you're not alone on that one and yeah if-
2: <laughs> and especially yeah I mean today's been a big day for the U.S. too right so we were just like talking about that. four years
1: <laughs> oh uh, well it's to-, to me it feels like and I'm sure Americans might say the same. It feels like more like five years because imagine when when Trump first started to you know rally and do all that kind of stuff. Like it's oh. just anyway. I was just saying to hero. Like and it's nice to meet you. Nice <laughs> to meet you too, Rachel. Yeah. Um. But no, we were just before you hopped on. I I literally I had just had tears in my eyes because I was watching live uh, Biden being sworn in and just and I was just saying. Uh here I was like you're not doing the gay community much of a justice because I said I'm not a huge JLo lo fan. I've never been a huge <laughs> <laughs> Just laughing about that. Yeah. But she made me cry. Like Yeah. It, it she's anyway. Yeah, what a day. What a day. What it's, a day. Yeah.
2: I mean, you know, and there's still so much work for like so many especially like and within the LGBT community and everything too. Like there's still so much work, but like there's a bit of like you know like a like we can kind of take a like relief sigh you know and like um yeah i was like i was doing some like scrolling as well with like just some of the things on instagram and stuff like that like watching like little clips or videos of things that are like you know even speeches that are like you know um camilla harris even said like when she was or when they went through and everything. And it's just like, you know, it's beautiful. It's like, what a historic moment, right? For like a person of color, a woman to be even like, you know, um, a vice president and with like her, you know, with her experiences living and like with the experience of all Americans and especially within uh, the different communities other than white, being able to like, you know, now kind of be like, okay, some of us are being represented now, you know, or at least close to, like, you know, getting closer to, like, you know, making it more, (laughs) you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, and people that are part of the LGBTQ plus community that are being brought into the house in different departments, different uh, writings, different senates, I mean, again, I'm nothing about politics, but just reading headlines, it's a huge, huge, um, breakthrough and thankfully that we can hopefully see more representation of a wider scope of people including heteronormative conservative white men like yeah everyone
2: everyone exactly and have them being also like just being able to experience you know and maybe even learn and like educate themselves on like the different experiences like because it's yeah we're far away from even that too right and like Mm -hmm. um and I often too forget like you know being like growing up as a, a queer person as well and like you know um you know i always felt like i was like you know in in some ways like outside of the you know the scope of everything but i mean like i appear to be male and i am white so i still get away with a hell of a lot yeah and I and i never really realized that too and i think that's where i i i kind of start to stem in you know other you know and be and starting to learn myself right and educate myself on like you know what i could be doing to be a better ally to other folks that aren't being their voices aren't being heard right and i think that's kind of been like even within this year and i think due to you know and you know with the small like ways of like appreciating 2020 and appreciating the pandemic is that there was a lot of space a lot of space for us to like learn and then of course with with the like with um everything going on with the black lives matter movement and everything like that I'd be like holy shit like i I don't know. i swearing. Oh, yeah. no, you, no,
0: we're completely uncensored. We want, to swear. we want you to
2: swear
0: the fuck as much as you want.
2: Oh, oh, oh that's fucking great to hear. <laughs> um, but yeah, like with all that happening, you know, it was, it, it, it like opened more and, and started to get me to question more. And I'm sure that um, that could be said to a lot of us, right? A lot of people that, especially ones that want to... Um, you know, bring more awareness to, you know, all the scopes, right? So, yeah, yes. I really grateful for that. And I think that's kind of been, like, you know, what's been propelling me into 2021 as well, is, like, wanting to kind of focus more on how that and what representation, how I can also be, you know, an ally in some ways, but also be a representation of other ways too, right? So, I yeah.
1: Love, I love that. I, <laughs> yes. lo- I love all of that. It's and um and before like I just want to delve into conversation, but um hero, please in like maybe formally introduce our guest because we.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. Well, first of all, it's funny because we usually when we say nine a.m., sometimes people do tune in earlier just to test their audio, and some people come on a few minutes late, and then some people yeah. come on. I'm ready to go, and I'm probably. I
2: hot, you know. Right. Oh,
0: yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I've Stevie. had two
2: coffees. Been up since like five thirty. I'm good. Like you Bless know. Bless like, you. Out with me and. I'm so bad
0: like oh it's good like <laughs> bless you okay so yeah so what I was going to say is that I knew that I told Rachel yesterday, like, you're just wait for Tim to come on because I'm telling you, like, they are going to be ready to go. uh, Right. And we love people like that. So Tim and I met, uh, I don't know how many years ago. I just want to very, as a blanket, say like six years ago, maybe. Yeah. um, Roughly around there and didn't really know of each other very much, but just from being in the queer community and being in the yoga community as well. Yeah. And yes, of course, people we are like, yo, oh my guy, two yoga teachers being, oh, God, I sound like two yoga people being on the show you know and being teachers and stuff um it's going to be all about yoga or judaism us three of us sorry yeah yeah exactly exactly. you know it's all going to be about yoga and the thing is is that our show is might have threads of it of course because we know people in shared communities but we focus on people that are going beyond what we know them for right and so though you and I met through the yoga community through teaching and through similar studios I also knew you from being a server at a breakfast restaurant that I would always go to before I taught a class which is awesome and so that's how Tim and I started to talk about um, things and just all over the place more often because we got to see each other every week and here and there so from that being said I I just always knew about what you were up to and everything that was based on your background and how open and honest and vulnerable you are mm-hmm. about what you've overcome and what you continue to be a, a role model for within the, that you're specialized in so i kind of wanted to let you speak a little bit about Beautiful. a little bit about those things considering you're already on our feed with us instead of me yeah. kind of putting the pieces together
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. And thank you. Thank you for that. And um, yeah, it's always, it's still um, interesting to hear that. Like I've been on a few different like podcasts or radio shows and like also, you know, and I'm also, yeah, quite open about like everything going on. Um, I think, um, I think for myself and I never really realized it, but like transparency is so like lovely to hear from other folks, you know, because there's so much, of us trying to fit into these categories and boxes and then like, but then kind of just put on a show a little bit. And I like, I don't know, I've never been about that, but I've been wanting to like still express and expose my um, whatever's going on for myself. And yeah. So yeah, me and Hero, I'm I'm meeting Rachel. And it's so lovely to meet you. um, Semi in the flesh. I mean, this is the new way, right? Like, (laughs) like at least meeting you within like, you know, conversation wise. uh, um, It's, it's lovely to, be here and thank you both for having me on um so yeah i um yeah so i and and when me and hero met too i was using he him pronouns and you know that's that's been something that's evolved uh in the time of just my own growth anyways um and uh yeah so i yeah i'm a yoga teacher i've been teaching about like six years i think um and I think how I stumbled upon it was actually when I was um, in a detox center because I, um, previous to uh, I just recently passed seven years of sobriety, um, but six years ago I like was in a detox center and I had stumbled upon like a yoga class, and then and um, just realized how freaking helpful and beneficial it is for kind of the other parts like every every element every element every aspect of kind of the practice really kind of coincided with what i needed at the time and um i think that's what led me to doing a teacher training i think right from the go i wanted to um offer it as something that i could that that like how i got it right and to offer it to maybe even those that might not make it into you know a pretty studio you know and um and even like through that teacher training, I, I, I could even like map out like certain elements of my, m- like my experience and my training to what I was like kind of learning in the recovery program as well, or my recovery anyways. And I was just like, these these like really match up, right? And um, yeah, and I, and I think like, I've always kind of looked for like other like trainings or whatever that, you know, kind of align these these modalities, I guess, uh, to each other. And, uh, I know, um, because you had mentioned when we were about to talk, like, you know, I found a yoga 12 step recovery program, which is a a teacher training as well, led by Nikki Mayers, um, who yeah, combines, the two elements and i was like oh my god this is what i've been looking for this whole time you know the training was amazing i was so fortunate to do it in person with nikki Mayers, who like developed it but um and like you know um and i had already been kind of teaching and kind of just like learning as i go or adding my own little whatever is to it because i was um and pretty much started out like teaching people in recovery and detox like recovery centers and detox centers so and I had done like a couple of the um, yoga outreach trainings as well, which you know in- added and incorporated like you know that invitational language, which was something that kind of just came second nature to me anyways. Because is I there- mean, and Sorry. like
1: yeah, is that um is that like Nicole Emily Marcia? Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. So I yeah I did the first one with her in studio and then i did a second one over zoom like just a couple years ago which was like their part two to the core training Mm -hmm. and um it added like you know a lot more to what i was really like looking for which was like incorporating inclusion and like you know like gender neutralities and stuff like that too right where you know there's so many times and i still notice it even like going into classes where people are like you know we'll mention like you know if you're a woman. I mean, you're going to feel it this way. If you're a man, you're going to feel it this way. I'm Like, how do we know? Like, you know, let's not determine whether or not we're going to feel something or like, you know, like that's, there's other ways of saying it. Right. And then of course, with other, everything else, you know, like, um, colonial is, you know, and at, like adding all these other elements to the training, which I felt was like super beneficial and super helpful to where, you know, I, I continue wanted, it continually wanted to grow in, in, in that, um, in this field, you know? And then 2020 have <laughs> Yeah, i <no> kidding. <laughs> and, like, not that any of that goes out the window, but definitely has, like, definitely started to shed light on, like and, and, and start to maybe, like, e- not evolve, but maybe change for myself and, and what I can make available to folks, too, right? I mean, there was really helpful with Zoom, and, like, you know, and, like, having, having Zoom as something that we can still um, find means of connection and stuff like that. Um yeah. And like right off the gate too with that, because I I run in hot, like just like this conversation I come in, like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you know, wanting to do as much as I can, right? And right at the beginning I was like, you know, wanting to add classes, you know, and like create classes and make, you know, like and I kind of got burnt out. Like, you know, from from and I and I I'm not sure and you you both could probably speak of this too as just being yoga teachers, right? That like You know, we wanted to, and and I have this, like, a bit of, um, like, uh, savior complex in a way that I want to, like, save, you know, do everything, right? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't working, you know, I, I burned out so fast and so hard. And then there was, like, you know, just a, like, a, like, you know, and, and still ebbs and flows, obviously, right? But, I mean, there was moments where I just was, like, I can't do that, you know? Like, I, or I can't do it the way I've been doing it. And, um... So I've definitely, and and of course, over time and over what, what's um, available, you know, I've, you know, lessened the classes I teach, which, you know, I, I as much as I love it too, I, I think it's really, really helpful. And I think probably a lot of yoga, the people that teach yoga could probably speak of it too, of like that, you know, burnout, right? And, I, I look back and be like, what? Well, how was I doing like 12 classes a week, <laughs> you know, and, st- and still managing to work at that restaurant once or twice a week as well, you know, like I was like, what, what, like, what was going on, right? Because now I'm like, three classes. I'm like, that's enough, <laughs> you, know? you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's funny because I, I feel like during this pandemic time and when a lot of us have had more time, you know, we've, we've kind of, our time kind of opened up. I think that there's certain personalities and I'll speak for myself and I think maybe Hero as well. It sounds like you as well, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we have more time, especially when you're creative, you're like, oh my God, now I can do all these things. And then yeah, you, yeah. you kind of just, you bring them all in at the same time. And I did the same thing in the beginning. And um, and you, you do burn yourself out and almost when you do have more time. And then there's people that when they have more time, they get lazy and complacent.
2: Yeah. So
1: there's kind of like, both of those um
2: yeah and where is that where are those middle people (laughs) (laughs) like I really want to meet them and see what they're doing
0: right it it only took me like I don't know how long it took me to find a balance to where I am now where I don't feel I'm doing too much or too little but as you said like it takes time and we are so passionate and we have so much ambition we feel that we can do everything and that's kind of that savior complex of feeling we can do everything and that we have an unlimited reserve of energy to output,
1: right? I also mm-hmm. think, I just, I'll, speak, I'll speak for myself, but I also feel like I have a hard time saying no, because yeah. I don't want to let people down. So it's not even necessarily a savior complex. There's, there's, a, there's a bit of it, mm-hmm. but maybe it's, maybe, not that I'm a selfish person, but there's almost like a, like. Opportunistic let say that again.
0: Well, for I, I think it's different from what you're saying, but I'm an opportunist. And if I see something that could help propel me to go somewhere that I'm wanting to go, I want to take that opportunity.
1: Yes, exactly. So I don't want to miss out. I get yeah. like FOMO. I, I hate yeah. words, but
2: like I, I, I'd probably say that I'm similar because like, I'm like, this could be, or like, and it's, you know, maybe it, like, and there, it, there's so many levels of it. And it's often again, like those have been flows and changes, right? Like this will make me feel better you know, or make me feel like I'm like, you know, um, participating in like, you know, you, you know, society or it will allow me to, um, you know, get over, a, you know, something that I've been like wanting to do anyway, you know, or right. fear or whatever. Like it's always kind of pushed or driven in different uh, words or different ways, depending on the day of the week or depending on the day of the time or time of the day, you know, <laughs> like, it's, yeah. You know, and, um, yeah, for like, yeah, from, and I think, yeah, they over time anyways, or over this, you know, this, this, this journey of like, this discovery anyways, I think I finally found like this kind of, you know, where I'm like, I don't need to be on show all the time, because it is, you know, and like, I'm somebody that do, does, like, notice, like, I, I can be turned on, it, like I like, I, I, I turn myself on when I'm, when I'm, of performing in a way right whether or not that's a yoga class whether or not that's serving you know i put the you know depending on who i'm serving you know like the types of folks i'm serving even you know and then like when i get home i'm fucking burnt out girl (laughs) like you know like i just (laughs) i am like i don't want to talk or see anyone i like you know cancel all plans zoom fatigue was a big thing too that Uh, i was like newly developed like you know uh way you know and um because i like like, I was so grateful, like, during all this, like, there was a quick um, transition for even, like, you know, meetings and stuff, and, like, recovery meetings and stuff like that, that I go to, that, like, you know, moved right to Zoom, right, but then there would be, like, and it makes it so accessible, and that's what I really love about Zoom, is making it super accessible for anyone, because there's folks that might not be able to make it out of the house anyways, right, so, like, that that's kind of where I thought, right, but then, of course, like, I'm at home and I'm like, do I really want to t- turn into this meeting for an hour, or do I really want to catch up on another like replay of the office? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, how many times have I And like, yeah, I, I can't even count. <laughs> right, but that's <laughs> completely it, be it, though. Oh it's
1: on. And and I was gonna actually that that leads into a, a segue into the question, a question yeah. that I had about the difference between like the meetings that you go to. Um, are you finding that it's more beneficial now with zoom or are people still going in person? Is it like, I mean, I feel like, cause there is such a, like a visceral, like, you know, to be with a person face to face and to have that support and that connection. I mean, to, to lose that.
2: Oh Yeah. And that's like, that's the whole thing too, because, and like what I found with myself and like um the type of person kind of going in with that whole, like, being on in front of people and then being like, you know, and there's like kind of a balance of like, um, because I mean, with, with, with addiction and with uh, folks that are recovering and stuff like that, isolation is one of those things that like happened, you know, like, I mean, for myself, I can speak only of myself on like when I was pretty heavy into, you know, substances and stuff like that prior to getting clean, like the best part of, that was, like, being on my own and then, like, cramped into, like, a, you know, like, a dark room, basically, and being able to, like, do that because, you know, that was yeah. the safe area, right? And then, like, um, the whole idea of, like, kind of getting past that is is community, right? And having folks to talk to, to see, to meet up with all that, and uh, to answer your question, Rachel, so, like, um, it's really helpful to have still these meetings, and whether however the, the the format, whether or not there are some uh, in-persons, of course they've had to like, you know, um, it's resulted in having like a certain amount of people that can come, you know, into a space obviously, and like wearing masks and stuff like that. Like, I think I've only been to like one in-person meeting this like last year um, over during like the beginning of the pandemic or whatever. And there's only, you know, a certain amount of people allowed in that space. Um, And there is something about being with people, being face to face, you know, doing that um and I mean there's still kind of that safety of for folks maybe to meet up like one one-on-one on one, you know by like in big group settings obviously we know that it's not really something that we can do at this time um and like yeah and like part of the whole program too or part of the recovery that I know of is um the, the fellowship right and that is kind of you know like one of the key stones to uh to, to a recovery as well. I mean, and it's, you know, it is great too. Like most meetings will have, like at the end, like people stay on so they can kind of, you know, talk. So it's not just like a, okay, hours up, bye, you know, right. kind of things. So, right. um, so yeah. And, and for me, I've, you know, and like, I, I only like hope that like folks that are maybe, you know, and I, I, I my hat goes off to anyone that had or is an, or are like clean in this time. Right. Because this, like 2020, especially like was like, again, like we mentioned, like felt like three years, all right. Mm-hmm. Trying to get sober. <laughs> like, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it blows my mind. And I, 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 I teach at, um, a kind of, um, just above onsite or uh, just above insight, which is onsite, um, uh, recovery, you know, and transitional housing, um, com- um, treatment center. And, um, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like there are folks, you know, trying and attempting or, are there getting clean or, um, yeah. And I am just like, I, like, I don't know how I would have done this in this time. Right. Like, I, I'm very grateful to have had like a bunch of years that I get to know, I, like, I know a little bit about myself and how I kind of act and when I need to reach out. Sometimes it prolongs itself, you know, and like, I go through little ebbs and flows of wanting to even be in the meetings, right. Or be in recovery. But I mean, I thankfully have like already kind of like a solid, you know, group of folks that I do have to reach out to, including, you know, like all those top players in, in my recovery. Right. So, I mean, like this is a community is a, It's a we program, right? Like they say, (laughs) Mm -hmm. not a me program, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. yeah, but it is about me as well, right? What I'm wondering about that being said, though, is that when you're thinking about these
0: environments you provide yourself back to, uh, have you noticed at any time that it might have triggered you in certain ways, or can you separate your own past experiences to not be triggered in a traumatic way and use it as a way to help empathize and sympathize with those that you're helping?
2: Yeah, sorry, I missed the first little bit of that was... So well, do you mind repeating that? No, not at all. So like when you go
0: back to being in these facilities that you once were part of that helped you support your own placement to where you are now, yeah. have you noticed in these times when you are helping these people that are from before, do you find that it helps you? Um, like, Do you find that it triggers you to kind of go back into a place from your past or are you able to separate that in a way that gives you that empowerment and to not put yourself in your past? Like, does it trigger you?
2: yeah awesome question and um it's kind of yes to both (laughs) almost and yeah i can go into that i mean like i and i always thought too like even when i was because i i got sober and i went to a treatment center for the first year and um it happened to be down in like you know as we know downtown east side which you know is quite um yeah saturated with a lot of a lot of things and I knew folks that like had basically came like you know came in from this like those streets into recovery and so anytime that there was that allowance to even be out there was definitely for some like mini triggers right they would bump into people they knew they would see a a rig on the you know on the ground or like whatever right or see Mm -hmm. somebody like everything right and I, I, I too experienced that I, I, I was fortunate enough, or like, you know, I came from a place that I, I, it never got to that point where I was homeless or was on the streets in that capacity anyways. But, um, and some of those uh, things that I do see, like aren't my DOC or drug of choice or or like things that um, resemble my, 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 you know, th- those things for me. Yeah. So, um, I always kind of shifted my awareness right at the beginning, being like, this is going to be the great reminder of where I could be if I don't if if I if I if, I, if I'm not serious about what my program is, right? Yes. I still do see myself or I get senses, depending on like, you know, and that those are usually those check-in moments where I'm like, maybe a good time to call your sponsor, or maybe a good time to go to a meeting, maybe a good time to talk to somebody, maybe a good time to just take a moment to breathe or let yourself like, you know, experience this feeling, but like, know that like, literally how I'm experiencing it is something that like, literally I will be that close to like, or even dead from, from what happens here. Right. And I've lost many friends or many folks I've known from, from that disease, from, you know, the disease of addiction and stuff too. Right. And like, I don't want to do that to the people I know. And I also don't want to do that to myself, you know, and like, So yeah, I always see those as like um, kind of learning moments or like teachable moments for myself to like, continue to experience it, you know, and and also shed light to how, like I like I, I get to, when I walk into those spaces, be a little bit of an example of what sobriety might look like, you know, mm-hmm. just from one, one, one point of view anyways, right? And though a lot of people that I, meet or um get the privilege of meeting or joining in with yoga might not have any of the same identities or anything to identify uh, from me but just know that like I get you know like I'm still a sober member and like it's not it's not our differences it's our similarities that bring us together and like, like both of us cannot use or cannot drink or cannot do whatever successfully you know like well yeah so i mean like that's one thing that we get to like carry along with um being and then like that's what kind of creates the 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 circles or the the community for ourselves too right so because i mean like so many times i go in there and i'm like yeah all the like you know i i I used to teach like at another treatment center before and they would divide between genders so um so, so they'd be like one day i'd teach just male yoga or and like you know and the other day like the females and always anytime I walked into them like I would definitely get a sense of like these people don't like you know like me or don't like whatever like you know I, I'm a queer person walking into this space you know they already like have made up their or like put up their walls and stuff like that and it was I always find it, it that challenging is, is like because that would trigger me those moments would trigger me because that's my backdrop that's still trauma that I'm still working with today with certain um groups of folks that like I have had like you know you know history with in the past even though I might not be identical to the people in that space but it's still kind of like you represent a group of people that I was made fun of put picked on or like had other things happen or, you know, everything else. Right. And then I go into like a, the women's day and I'm like, Hey girl, like, you know, like everyone's yeah. like, you know, and like, and, and as I'm sure. And, and I often still feel that, you know, even like even teaching public classes and stuff like that people, pro- I wonder, I question. I don't know if you're, or you, or you ever experienced it too? Like I'm, there could be underlying homophobia from people wanting to come into our classes because we're queer people. Yeah, right, yeah. Like, I don't know, like, it's, it's yeah. something that I often wonder, and like, you know, if my class sizes aren't as big as superstar oh. blanky blank, you know, then it's like, oh, is it because I'm, you know, and then like, yeah. you know, and those are still things I'm working with. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I think the
0: answer to your question, and I kind of touched on it, kind of not in a full discussion, I keep saying to Rachel, like, we need to have a full discussion about Um, her being a studio owner, me trying to teach and get the same inclusivity and acceptance as my peers and stuff. I think that's a really hot topic, and especially with the pandemic. But no, I mean, and you know, like, I mean, I taught at corporate, I taught at small studios, I taught at not-for-profit studios, I taught at turnkey studios, for lack of better terms. And I've noticed that the more I'm in a metropolitan or kind of a mainstream uh, community that is more uh, just there for the commodity of it. My classes are way less busy and a lot mm-hmm. less successful because my energy is something that I'm not going to change and I can't change. It's just who I am. a reflection yeah. of the work that I've done on myself, which is exactly what you were just speaking of so incredibly um, profoundly uh, that I can't turn myself off. And so those people that were in my classes that really connected were the people that I cared about that continued to come back. But when you start to turn into a business and numbers equal the amount of revenue that you bring in as a as a brand, then that's when it gets a little bit more challenging. So I've yeah. faced. Now, I also not in a discriminatory way. People can look at me and they don't peg me as um, a certain gender or as a certain sexuality, and that's something that I don't even think about because I just know. Oh, wow!
1: Everyone knows that I'm gay. I, it just dawned on me that like you know, people's depiction or what they what they view of you in in their mind is um it could be totally different from what obviously what you put out there. It's
2: so true and it's like it's so many layers and I mean, like and and for me even to mention that too, I think it's like and here the, like great point on um yeah, like on and the on the different levels in which we approach even you know, teaching, teaching, and stuff like that too. And I think I and I think these were more like less um, examples of when I was hustling, you know, and when I was looking to, and, and again, that savior complex, but also like the, you know, like I, you know, wanting to get the masses, and it, you know, and and again, for all those different reasons, right? The, and they always stem from like you know something that like will make me feel better, more people will see me, opportunity, you know, all this stuff too, right? And like. Mm-hmm. Um, Because in the, in the end, what I love is a small ass class with like wonderful, lovely, you know, like I, I used to teach at Van Dusen Botanical Gardens and it was all like 55 plus Mm -hmm. and they were probably some of my absolute favorite. They came every week, didn't like the fact that like, you know, we had holiday moments where they like, you know, they're like that you know, kind of screwed up their, like, um, their, 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 uh, weekly schedule or whatever. Right. And like, and that, and, and of course the detox centers too, because like people, um, voluntarily wanted to check out yoga and then got to have that first experience. Like I had that first experience, right. It is a little more challenging when you are trying to, um, you know, and be healthy for the like for like the studio owners or like the new studios because i mean like i i had recently I, like i am a part of a studio that had just opened up during a pandemic like you know and 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 there's and it's so lovely to be a part of this studio and it's so wonderful and like like all i want to do is you know like grant them what they what they deserve like they deserve to be you know highlighted especially um given them a lot of their um what they want to provide to the community which you know is in line with so many things that i believe in like you know gender neutrality you know and and um body neutrality you know like you know fuck this you know um you know gym you know the culture the diet culture and all you know that kind of stuff and like you know super inclusive you know and like um you know just a one bathroom type deal, you know, or like, and every teacher says their pronouns at the beginning. And like, we've all been uh, trained uh, or we've all had the, um, the yoga outreach training and stuff like that too. So kind of, so it's like a beautiful like space, which I think is so like Vancouver is so ready for it or, you know, and especially was prepared for this prior to a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. But then trying to run as a, you know, like, it's like, And they have a great, they have a great um, community started and stuff like that, too. It's just, like, every once in a while, like, I might have a class canceled because nobody has signed up, you know? And then I'm like, is it me? (laughs) You know? Like, it was like, I'm not the Lululemon type. I'm not the, like, beautiful ambassador coming in here from, (laughs) you know? And, like, you know, and then that's where sometimes those questions come in, right? Where you're like, oh, is it because, you know? And, like... yeah. And, and like being, being a queer, like, and those are constantly questioned, like, you know, as being a server too, I'm like, oh, is it because, you know, I'll look at a tip and be like, oh, is it because I'm gay? <laughs> or sometimes I'm like, oh, it's because I'm gay, you know, because right. either they, you know, I could turn it on or turn it off, depending yeah. on like the, depending on the like group. And that's, you know, and that's, um, I forget what they call it, where you're, um, where you, you, you kind of define your, 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 your uh, approach or your, your language, depending on like who you're talking to. Right. Like if I, if I get yeah. a group of straight cis, you know, macho men, or like work workplace men or whatever, I'll be like, Hey guys, uh, you know, i we like, well, it will be very, yeah. very, you know, yeah. and then if I get like, you know, a group of women, I'm like, Hey girl, right. like, you know, like yeah. whatever. Right. Or, Absolutely. And, like, Same and, as and, me. and you know, and I'm so surprised by like, you know, like, And for myself having to do that is, it's exhausting. And then also, you know, and then, and always being like, every day still people will be like, excuse me, sir. Like, you know, and I'm like, oh, (laughs) like, you know And I'm like, Mm. not quite comfortable of like, you know always having to like correct people for one. Two, like, it depends on my comfort. Like, if we've introduced ourselves by, like, name already, I will ask their pronoun and we'll let them know my pronoun, like, Uh. if they become regulars or whatever. But if you are a a one-time, stop shop kind of person, like, just have to swallow it, you know, and, like, just know that, like, you know, that's, you know, something that, like... And I'm sure it's it's experienced all the time through... uh, For everyone, right, and whether or not... And, like, but it makes me see also why... Like how, how much we were, so like trained to like just kind of call people by you know, and it's like like how is that important? It's like describing somebody's skin color, like you know, in the sense of like it, when it comes to like, like I remember so many times like where stories, especially younger, you know, being like, oh, they were like blah blah blah, you know, and it's just like, did who care? I have to mention their race? Did I have to mention their skin? You know, that like I mean. You know, especially if it's not a story that like has any like if that's not a take on it, right? And then like that often is where like racism came, you know, you know, stem from being younger too, right? Because it's like we have that one example, one story that might have been a negative story because of a Karen or like a you know whatever, right? So. Hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't even know where the hell came from so (laughs) no (laughs) No, we rant we're candid we're unscripted
0: we're uncensored this is what we live for in our show so this isn't perfect
1: oh oh my god so nice (laughs) can't completely relate obviously but the only thing i can say is you know just talking talking about labels is You know, I remember uh, years ago, I went down and mind you, it was Texas. I I was down in Texas in Houston for a trade show because I was uh, working in um, uh, fashion accessories, wholesale. Long story. Anyway, (laughs) I was down there and it was and I was pretty young, too. But it was the first time I was probably in my mid 20s. And it was the first time someone said to me, like, ma'am, like called me ma'am. And there was something. (laughs) And there was something very like, what, like, why does that feel so icky? Like, am I, am I, and I, I just pictured this old yeah, conservative white woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it, that was just like the, the picture in my, in my mind. And still to this day, I can't stand those, like, I don't know why it just sounds so like it's a derogatory term, like.
2: you know it it, it seems like it though it really does and like i think for like so many of us that like are starting to even like dip our toes into um the idea of kind of altering how we do you know like you can notice it more you know Mm -hmm. like i remember there was one time like speaking of the like um like uh, when I was uh, teaching at Vanjuse, it was the very first time I was teaching this class. And I was like, I was basically taking over for another class. And this was prior to some of my own lessons and learning and, you know, educating myself on, you know, trying to keep neutral on things. Mm. I, the, I I kept on using guys. I'm like, okay, guys, yeah. so we're going to do this. And blah, blah, blah. My name's Tim, yeah. blah, 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 all this stuff. Yeah. I said it so many times that like, right when we were like in that grounding moment, a woman yeah. came up to me. And was like, if you don't stop calling me a man, I'm not going to be able to relax. And I was like, right.
1: like, you yeah, know, I was true. just
2: like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, I mean, because in a, in certain generations, like I, I know for myself, I was not like, I was not meaning, you know, guys is we such a neutral do. term or has yes. seemed like a neutral term. Right. Yeah, and that's then true. that's like. A- very and it one. was just like and then i was like whoa it really gave me like a kind of like oh you know and like you know and of course i like had gotten in my head about it obviously because i was like oh my god she thinks i was like you know and i was like yeah. i was not out to get anyone obviously yeah and then like you know from there i started to be like there are so many other words i can use <laughs> like yeah. you know and until i learned who, who like you know, like, and I've been doing more so, or like practicing it obviously in day to day life. I mean, like, hey, folks. Hey, everyone. Hey, you too. Like, you know, like, there's yeah. so many other levels in which, and just they, everything. They, them, everything. <laughs> like, I don't, right. like, if I'm not, if we haven't been, in, formally introduced as you know by our pronouns they everyone
1: (laughs) yeah
0: well I'm the same as you as well and I gotta say even though I am a very flamboyant and very um in tune uh cisgendered gay male I absolutely have slipped up and I'm not subjugating just myself but many people but I've definitely slipped up when it comes to gender um pronouns even things like that And I'm sensitive and inclusive of everything. And so that's exactly what you said. I've trained myself as best as possible just to actually get their name and call them by their name, which I think is even the most important because it shows that you're addressing what they want to be called by. And then if you are, as you said, unsure about their pronouns, then you can refer to them as plural, they, and them. And then yeah. they can tell you, actually, oh, yeah, you, you can use he, or you can use... Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. And, like, and I think that's why it's super, and I, and I love this kind of, like, new or like this, and I've been, like, I'm super exposed to it because of the, like, you know, the fellows that I follow on Instagram, stuff like that, like, people that are, like, allies or activists about um, all this, you know, all these uh, topics of discussion, and, like, um, which give examples and be able to, like, kind of share, like, you know, and eventually normalize. Like, I've I've started seeing, even whether or not you need to be, you know, if you're straight up, like, you know, whatever right you identify as uh, however you are you might present exactly who you are Mm -hmm. it's still super nice so it doesn't make it awkward for the person that has to Mm -hmm. say their pronoun right it's still super nice to have people use their pronouns whether or not they feel it necessary right and Mm -hmm. like um and it's you know and like you mentioned too like as a cis man you know like anything like that it's still really nice to hear that right because i mean um and, and to know because I think that's kind of the those are the kind of folks that we want, you know, like the like to start to get a, get aware and then like I'm noticing more and more and like email t- you know, email tags and stuff like that too, where they're like, you know, they'll sign off with their pronouns and stuff, which is so nice. Yeah. sometimes you might not ever meet these people. Like no. and you might not have ever seen a picture of this person and resembling their name isn't always going to be exactly their you know their their what they identify as so i mean like because i still use tim as my 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 name that's the name i was born with and everything like that but and you know i've had thoughts of altering or changing to something that like is super neutral but it's like but i kind of like it like i'm so used to tim and like bang is not my last name that's something different but like bang is something that i've created for myself that Literally You know I I picture it With an exclamation point At the end Which is simply Like how How I found that <laughs> How yeah. I like Created that name For myself <laughs> And like um And it works You know And uh, Yeah
1: A Nancy Sinatra fan Because the first thing I thought of was like Bang bang Like Nancy Sinatra oh. <laughs>
2: no like i li- like i mean i love i love that and like you know i've also uh, you know and i love the idea of like um you know one of those like little guns with the little flag that just says bang you know like i i, I literally thought of getting like a tattoo of that but um no i mean like uh, like you know earlier on in my whatever's um you know and still you know as a creative person like i just imagine like if i was ever to tag something as a graffiti artist or if i was ever to like create some kind of uh brand of some sort like bang would be like the the emphasis because there's such an emphasis on like that whole thing right so that's literally why i was just like you know like if i could it would just be tim exclamation point like
1: (laughs) why not hey maybe as a drag name or something i don't know (laughs) totally there's two things I want to say. Number one, um, just because of what you just said, we there is someone that we both know who is um, someone that I met actually on a birthright trip to Israel as two Jewish people, and his name is Spandy Andy, and Spandy Andy, who I yeah. don't know who that is, but he used to dance in spandex and like English Bay and stuff like yep. that. So he legally changed his name to Spandy Andy, like that's that's just- amazing. <laughs> and he and he. That's one little thing. But what I really want to know is just because I want this to be a platform for, um, for not just being open and vulnerable and transparent to people, yeah. but that other people can hopefully learn and be educated that maybe maybe they've never um, listened to a conversation like this before in their lives. Like We definitely have a lot of different listeners and different people from different walks of li- life. Yeah. So my question is, um, and hopefully you're open to talking about it because you kind of mentioned it. What what was the transition like for you or, 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 cause you did go by he, him. Yeah. So if, I, I'm just wanting to know like how, when you shifted, when you, when you felt like, okay, no, that's not, that's not me. That's not my. Yeah.
2: Like, what? no, that's, it's amazing. I'm so ha- Like, I'm so willing to share like, and you know, like I love that there is this platform that you, you both provide that like um can have me go on about everything because this is all like, these are all freaking like love, like, topics that I freaking like am all about. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. And especially that too, because I mean, it was, it, it was in bits and, and, it, and it's for, for different people. Like we'll have different experiences, obviously for myself, like um, I was like, you know, lucky enough to even have folks that also use they, them pronouns in my life, especially in, within the recovery um, community that I have around me. And, um, and it really started out as just kind of questioning that because um, like when, uh, because of all this work that I've also been doing on and and we were talking kind of tiptoeing around it earlier about like even what traumas I'm still going through. Right. And like, um, and also like, as, and I don't know here, again, I go to hero because, you know, you have very similar, maybe a background. Um, There is this kind of like, this it comes up anyways for me, um, this expectation of what a gay man is supposed to be, you know? And, and when it comes to, like, dating, and when it comes to, like, dating, like, online stuff, or, like, any kind of, you know, there's this kind of, like, cookie-cutter, you know, um, yeah. feeling of what, or, like, you know, like, projection of what we're mm-hmm. supposed to be, right? Or what what, what um, the G means in LGBT. And it's often white. It's oft, often like uh, able-bodied. It's able. It's it's. Hmm. You know, it looks good and without a shirt on and you know, uh, gray sweatpants and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like or whatever, right? And like, there's that. And like, I, I think for like, I think I finally was kind of like, I'm not going to be that, and I also don't want to be that, like because mm-hmm. I mean, there is so much room and there's so many letters in this in this community that one um isn't going to be a one 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 shot pony i don't know if that's a yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and like I, I don't identify that way i do not like you know because i like and, and it, i started to kind of like you know just kind of just develop in myself that i was like wait a minute like if i kind of lean away from that idea that I don't have to compare myself to it either, right? And like, and and, and that's for me in, my, in my, my journey and my part of the reasons why I do. And also as growing up, like I fought myself from being a cliche or a stereotype that I, like so much that I never got to, you know, go into some of these things that I, like maybe, you know, might've been too gay when I was growing up, like, you know, something that I'm just learning is like you know sewing. I've always, you know, like, there's that like little dream in the back of my head that like I want to be a fashion design, you know, kind yep. of thing, right? Yep, that was me. And like I, I, I fucking like shoved that so far away from me, or like you know, using my hands a lot to talk. Yes, <laughs> lip risking it, you know, right. and like yeah. because I mean, people knew I was gay before I knew I was gay when okay. I was growing up, and I came from a very small town, and then so like you know, I tried to lean away from some of those things that, like, and a lot, you know, and being feminine or being effeminate or stuff like that, even though, you know, as a thin person that has the occasional, you know, lisp and, you know, flailing of the okay. hands, <laughs> whatever. All the stereotypes. Uh, like, why? But, like, I, I hit all that, you know, and there, and now there's this, like, you know, this, this I don't want to say movement, because it's always been happening. It's been happening, but it just hasn't been, like, any light has not been shed on it because it's because of the patriarchy, because of you know, um, because of uh, colonials, because of everything, and, and that has been so hidden. And then, of course, the only things that are representing us is the L- is the G in the LGBTQ community, plus, and like, um, hmm. yeah, and and I think for me, I just wanted to move into me you know, and, like, and and, and just, like, yoga, where I was able to feel myself in body, Mm. and other places, mentally, emotionally, physically, you know, and all that, I wanted to be that in me as a person walking the earth, so other people could also, you know, like, you know, whatever, and, um, you know, it's still a journey for me, too, like, I mean, I, I enjoyed 2020, being able to be, like, kind of held up in my room every once in a while, being able to experience putting a dress on or experience, Mm -hmm. you know, I got two earrings pierced because when I was growing up, you could only get the one side pierced. I got both pierced and I have pearls in right now, you know, like that kind of shit, right? And, like, wanting to kind of grow my hair longer, but not just to look like anything. I just want to be able to be comfortable to wear whatever.
0: Right. And,
2: you know, it's super cool that, like, you know, um, you know, as one example of it that like made it more mainstream of course there's moments of problematic about it but like harry styles on the cover of vogue Mm -hmm. wearing a dress Mm -hmm. and it was like you know people were wearing dresses well before harry styles was doing it but i mean you know make it fashion and then what you know and I, i i love it i love him i love you know i love the the idea that it did spark conversation about this and where people are starting to lean into thinking maybe like the, the, the construct of gender when it comes to fashion, maybe we can like, you know, start to like, yeah. Yeah. Not have that divide and maybe just like make it (laughs) like a thing, like, right. You know, shopping still. Right. Like, you know, I, I, I I, I remember one time I had to go upstairs at the H&M to be in this, you know, and I was the only you know, and I felt, like, this shame and guilt, you know, of even being in that, like, facility and trying to look for a size. Mm-hmm. I went to a Lululemon and had to ask one of the, the seemingly girl, like, the assistants to help me look for a size six and a skirt, but then a guy was helping me, and the guy, you know, like, uh-huh. it, was, it was, like, this divide where I was just, like, I shouldn't have to feel like this. No. I, I shouldn't feel this way. But also, like, other people probably experience well, you know, way different, like, experiences that way that might be able to kind of do it with pride but also maybe have a little bit of whatever hidden from it right so yes i know it's it's been that kind of journey for me (laughs) and like it still is you know and um i don't know i think i'm coming to more and more light to being able to you know walk the earth as a person as a person that just fucking doesn't care but kind of does. (laughs) Well,
0: yeah, you want to be able to, you want, you care because you want to make a difference in how people perceive the future and the people that come after you or that come after you while you're still here in this physical body. And then also you don't want to care because if you care too much, then you also are giving power in a sense. You're giving yourself, you're submitting yourself to suffering.
1: Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Yeah, no, totally. And like, yeah, that's why it's so lovely to have like, just like even even like certain outlets to be able to express again, like this, this podcast, but also like, um, you know, even just like my gram, you know, and it's, it's so interesting where I see the flexes of like, you know, like, you know, and then like uh, the aberration or like the, the support that I get from the folks that are like, you know, in those, in those realms too. Um, you know, and it's, you know, I'm some, I'm somewhat of one of those people that will like, there could be a hundred people like in a room that like, you know, that lady Gaga and maybe one person, you know, like who might like you or whatever, or like some, but I'm one of those, like, there could be 99 people th- saying wonderful things, but one person said one bad thing. And I'm like, Ugh! like, you know, I'll, I'll go on that one person. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, and, you know, and, and my journey, you know, consists of all the like little elements of, um, you know, within recovery, within bringing what I need for me and it might not always look super um you know beautiful for Graham or or it might not like you know appear as anything super important to other people but I mean for me like these are like little there are little learning moments for myself where I get to like yeah and 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 they're little like stepping stools to like or stepping steps (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to like, you know, and, and to, you know, eventually growing or just, you know, continually growing. And that's what I'm all about, you know? <laughs> Same.
1: So, I'm so happy that, I mean, I'm hoping, hopeful for this next generation. They just, they just don't have to deal with as much trauma, self trauma from being who they are as, as our generation was. I, I can't assume how old you are, Tim. I have no idea how old you are, but are you, are you <laughs> i'm not i just don't look at people that way and i don't really yeah. i'm also really bad at telling age but were you did you grow up were you like wh- when were you born or where how did, when what era did you grow up in i should say i was um so <laughs> i
2: i i was trying to think of like a like a kind of a like a funny way of like saying <laughs> okay so do you know the movie the last unicorn yeah you? Well, a book first it it was a book but it was made into a cartoon that has um oh who who there's like um trying to think of the voices in there anyways like Angela Lansbury is one of the voices okay it came out the same year I was born (laughs) but um I, I just wanted to say that but um yeah like um 82 was when I was born so I did come from the like 90s growing up and yeah
1: my point my point I think is I was born in 83 so we're very okay
2: very yeah like I because I was like thinking I was going to be talking to a couple like yeah like again I'm I'm the same way Rachel that like (laughs) I can't see age I wouldn't have guessed it. I wouldn't have guessed correctly. Definitely thought maybe I was older than both of you. So, and right. I still am. <laughs> but I mean, by, only by one year, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It makes me feel a little better.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I'm turning 29 in two weeks. So,
2: aww. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby. Yeah. yeah. It's just a body.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I came from that generation. And my, my point, I think, is that, like, you know, you saying that other people knew you were gay before you were, and then, like, you know, hero's generation, even though we're kind of, I mean, technically, I guess we are part of the same generation, but mm-hmm. that decade of time made a big difference. So, um, you know. And location.
0: So, yes. Okay. Upbringing, too.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just so hopeful. I'm hoping, even in this past year, like, all the stuff we've been going through, like, so, th- and this is the pessimist. In me, I guess is. <laughs> I'm just gonna bring it to the Jewish front for a second here. Yeah, because you know you think that you know you don't want to repeat history and all that shit, but then you still see people with fucking swastika flags parading around at rallies and all this shit, and I'm like, <sighs> I'm like, what the? F-? Or like, or you know, say, or I think I saw a, a guy's shirt. I believe it was um, when. Recently, um, that's the camp. Yeah. The camp, uh, or yeah, yeah. And then said 10 million wasn't enough
2: or 6 million wasn't enough. And it was like, it was like, yeah. And and there was a camp, um, Ashwit. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. And like, like, yeah, I I get your point, Rachel. I, I like, um, on like, there's still going to be many because I mean like each generation is learning from, you know the previous generation, their 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 folks, their family, right? And I mean, like we're shortly, you know, we're you know we're slowing ourselves away from some of the generation, and like n- and not to say like the whole generation needs to go, obviously, from because hmm. there are like very much progressive and you know people that are um, coming in. I mean, you know, and being sworn in as presidencies and stuff like that, you know, um, that are you know, are, but are taking the time to unlearn or. Re-educate themselves so, and uh, all that stuff from things that they might have learned. Like, I mean, I grew up in a like um, a very small town. Uh, my my uh, what I'm realizing and what I'm unpacking still is that like you know like my 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 folks or my dad uh, you know family were racist you know and 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 and, and it might not have seemed because they added the but I'm not racist to their comments <laughs> everything right. They are, you know, and, and, you know, so I grew up with that learning that and, you know, and, and slowly unpacking and realizing like certain things that I went through using me or like had having not been educated on, on this and um, getting to reteach myself. And, and, and and, like, for me, um, I mean, it's, you know, I, I, I like to think maybe it's even more helpful being, you know, somebody that's also in a community that's pretty, you know, oppressed, compared to you know being white cis male but like um but luckily i kind of grew up in that way but still was very much like you know felt like the downside of that in the 90s (laughs) because it was shortly after the 80s where you know the aids epidemic was happening too right so i mean like there was still a lot of you know like a lot of uh that you know um in the mainstream media or not in mainstream media that like you know forced us to that and like um you know so i i think i think to add to your like i just hope the next generation has enough resources to educate themselves on the like on the on the on the on the scale and hopefully find one that will help you know build community around that even because i mean it's so interesting, and I, I and I, I like. I mean, I find it really interesting, even just with like you know the current states of the states <laughs> being like so divided. Oh yeah, it's called United States of America, but it's so divided right now mm-hmm. between two, you know two groups, and it's it's like you know and, and like it's so it's so it's still. You know boggles it boggles my mind but also gives me so much anxiety (laughs) thinking that like there are people in that and there are there are people in families that are you know like either probably having to suppress some of their own self or are not you know getting the care from those folks as caretakers because of you know maybe altered differences of opinions and stuff like that and and violence happens they have Mm -hmm. guns in places like i like it's still like (laughs) i know
1: it's like I, I, I am quite I am positive I'm trying to be positive because I feel like there there definitely are more people that are hopefully getting more educated we're starting to to learn about you know having people like yourself having people like us have these platforms this is fantastic mm-hmm. but you know I think what just shocked me that in this past year is um, I don't want to give the the reins to Trump right now but I'll just I wouldn't even want to say his name but. Um, <laughs> Because it's his last day, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but because of of him, you know, all these people that were coming out coming out of like the shadows that that were um that are so bigoted, they're so um racist. And I, I just I'm like, that stuff still exists. Like I guess that was the naive person. I'm like, I thought that we were supposed to keep progressing here. Like, what's going on? Yeah. So um that was a huge shock to me this year, just seeing all that. And I'm sure, I'm sure it was for a lot of people. But I guess that that's kind of what scares me. But I think as long as we have these kind of conversations, we have you know people like ourselves, people like you, Tim. Like I mean, that—that's that's
2: what's it, that's I think even to, uh, even previous to um, the riots happening in in January, mm-hmm. but more of the protests and the movement of 2020 happening was where some of these conversations started to spark up. I mean, it's unfortunate that it took so long. I I mean, I know that even previous to that, there have been, including probably ourselves, have always had these, you know, mini conversations. But now they're being more brought to the front where, like, it's, you know, like, it's being that aware or bringing that uh, much um, care in what we, and how we, you know, um, show ourselves and show up. You know, for ourselves, for others, for people that might not have the their their the abilities or, you know, the the right the what seeming like the rights to be able to say anything. Like it's super important to continue these conversations and, um, you know, and 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 look for ways in which we can. Um, incorporate and add these folks into and lift them right it it, it might mean not lifting ourselves at that time but I mean it's super important that we should be lifting others to you know to 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 where everyone is standing in in line rather than you know these hierarchies of of um you know our whatever right and um And, like, looking, yeah, and, and again, maybe not looking at the differences, but, like, looking at our similarities, but being able to, like, you know, you know, not use our differences as something that, like, divides us, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, because there's so much we can learn from every single person or every single experience, and that's kind of, like, the whole take on it. And, like, um, yeah, like, it's you know much as i don't want to have a conversation with like a trump supporter or anything and i i don't think i i think i deleted most of the like people that i've seen that were supporting that on my facebook (laughs) but there is kind of like you know if you come into it maybe or somebody you know and i'm fortunate enough not to have any trolls or haven't had experienced any trolls yet um where like i you know but i mean like i i do see it other and other platforms and other people that might have that experience where they come in with like using the love and basically being like i see you mm-hmm. I, I, I you're probably hurt in some way in which you're reacting to what i'm you know how i'm showcasing my life you know and like there is this way that we can you know and you know i see you and don't don't you know like you know i i hope i hope the best for you rather than like you know be like fuck you you believe in god or fuck mm-hmm. you you're whatever right mm-hmm. and like
1: no that's it's it's so interesting. I know. I love, I love that, that, um, that going that route instead of going, you know, fighting hate with hate. Right. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, and that, and that's, and that's well said, especially when I can <laughs> say it lovely, because I mean, there are still times where I'm like, you know, and, and, and that's again where I, I think I've had the ability to, or I, you know, I'm still learning the ability to like, really be like, what is it that, I see in them in myself kind of thing. Like, why am I reacting to that person being that way? Mm -hmm. You know, and there's, there's probably like a, like a mirrored thing, right? Like in ways, like, because I don't think I'm that good where I'm like, you know, trying to like bring down somebody else. Right. I think that's, essentially happening right because i mean like so many when black lives movement was happening there was so many on the alternative side being like they're rioting they're looting like blah 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 Mm. and like we wouldn't do that if that was the if the other case was around and then we see it (laughs) and it was literally like a riot (laughs) and it had nothing you know and it was just like like you know it's just like so i mean like you were you know negative towards this element but you basically did the exact same thing and you're on the alternative side or on the Mm -hmm. on the different side of things too and you got away with it where these people like there were lives lost like more lives lost in amongst those movements Mm -hmm. than there were in the riots you know and a lot of them were just like kind of like like I can't I, I can't quote the The ways in which people had there had been like one person shot, but like there would also been like a heart attack, you know, and like other things that happened there. Rather and and a lot of them being arrested, but like you know, none of them shot.
1: You know, opposed to like, there's interesting. Um, I just and I just looked it up because I I didn't want to butcher this, but um, there was a just speaking of like you know fighting hate with love or just uh, you know trying to change opinions or change you know, people's views, which is so difficult when they were, you know, maybe exposed to things differently or brought up differently. But there's a man and his name is Daryl Davis. And I, I heard he was, maybe he was on Joe Rogan, or I don't know where he was on a podcast a number of years ago. Um, but for 30 years, this this Black man um, has spent time befriending members of the KKK. And he has literally convinced, and this is on like a bunch of different, uh, credible news sources and again I think he was he's spoken a number of times on this he has convinced maybe 200 plus now KKK members to give up their robes wow <laughs> but that's amazing and, and so like and if anybody wants to yeah look that up and search this this man is pretty pretty amazing but he started I think someone was saying one day he was just sitting in a bar somewhere and he heard someone spouting off some racist bullshit and he he got up and instead of like you know fighting it with anger or or hatred he sat there and he had a conversation with this man
2: Yeah. yeah
1: and after the conversation the man was like i mean again i'm totally probably butchering all this but he he changed his mind he's like and i think it was like that day or the next day he gave up his card or whatever you want to call it right kkk and he's anyway, it's just those, those kinds of things are phenomenal. Like, like that- and, and they do happen. That's what's beautiful.
2: I mean, and, and, but like on that, like, I mean, you know, there's many levels in which uh, one to approach that kind of action and stuff too. Right. Because I mean, it could have ended a totally different way too for that person as well. Right. So, I mean, it's very, you know, like to be in tune with like how, cause I think that's another thing is like, and I think it comes with that whole self-care, like, you know, um, stuff that like, you know, what we how we feel ourselves too is, you know, I'm like, do I, can I make space for this? Can I open this up I'm like, and be prepared for like some of that, maybe not to, you know, like, so I'm like, if I'm like, you know, tired, I'm not going to try to go into a full discussion, trying to change a person's mind, you know, yeah. like am I t- taking care of it? have I, took in a few moments do i have the capacity to be able to hold this space and to maybe not be the winner in this in this in this uh whatever it might be where we're leading ourselves into and i think that's what like you know to full circle of that whole like yeah, you know, self-care but also what like maybe our for some of us that yoga practice happens for us or wherever our recovery might be or wherever that self-care comes from like that's essentially we need to all be taking care of ourselves in that like and not not in a selfish way, just in that way of like being like, because there there are these these we'll say fights, but I mean these these opportunities as well in which we can like show up in the world and show up for the world too, right? It, like, yeah, I think I, if that made sense, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's true. And Tim, I think we need to have you back for a second part just because there's a lot of stuff to unpack here, and I want to also open that discussion further in certain elements throughout the whole conversation about gender sexuality culture lifestyle and also just, uh, past and future generations and also based on politics in some ways as well. And yeah. So, we covered a lot, didn't we? <laughs> but I love that though. Cause, cause I'm the same, I'm the same way like when I'm on a podcast in the past and I've been on several podcasts, um, even one recently I'm, I can just go, I can just go and, and it's, and it's great. So I want to be able to continue that and not have it be cut short. So yeah. yeah so leaving that more for a future and we'll, we can correspond the three of us and find a way to have a follow up. I wanted to leave it to you to ask, um, is there anything you want to share um, that you, that's going on in, in your immediate life now within your brand, within your teaching, within your community, anything you want to give a spotlight to for our listeners and viewers to connect with?
2: hmm uh, <laughs> i was yeah we i i really appreciate being on here really appreciate being able. like i love the conversations where have they gone you guys have both shared so much um yeah being able to given that freedom that reign to be able to talk and um you know like i i also in kind of the works of maybe creating something similar to this platform as well in in, in, a, in a podcast form or like something just online anyways um yeah, and, and as for, like, yeah, I just, I just I guess I just want to leave it with, like, just, you know, um, yeah, let's give space for other folks. <laughs> give space and and, and, and and give space for ourselves to learn and to, to grow and to you know, continue to create and um, bring awareness to things that we d- might not be so familiar with or so aware of. And give that space to other other folks. Um, if you ever want to come to a class, I teach at Common Ground. That's C M M N G R N D. Yeah, Sundays and Mondays. I teach a Sunday. I teach a hatha in the morning, and Mondays I teach a yin. And they're in studios. Uh, we are very um, very aware of the restrictions, so they're smaller class sizes, and we wear masks and take temperatures and keep that space. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, you can always find me at Boom on Instagram if you're ever interested in watching my, my, my story, story
1: unfold in, in, in picture form.
2: <laughs> love it.
1: I love, love it. it. And, we'll, and we'll, put, we'll put all that stuff in the show notes too. Oh, of course you will. <laughs> oh, that's, it's phenomenal. And one of the most important questions. Thank you. Um, yeah, it was such a pleasure meeting both of you. Too. And but one of the most important questions we have at the very end of our podcast discussion can you can you still hear me? Okay, good. It was kind yeah. of uh, delayed a bit. Um, is if you were a juice, what would you be and why?
2: If I was a juice, <laughs> um, I always feel like I'm so drawn to. Like um, like green drinks mm-hmm. or green juices. You said ju, ju- juice, yes. right? Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> um. So um. Yeah. It probably include like kale, ginger, some kind of, and it would probably be in like more of a smoothie form. <laughs> um. Yeah, but you'd probably yeah you'd probably get a kick of um like a cayenne pepper or something in there too because <laughs> I put a lot. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah,
0: totally. Well, thank you so much, Tim. It's been so great, so lovely. I knew that when we were going to have you on, that it would be nothing less than what it was, and I'm excited to figure out a time for us to recontinue this conversation as well.
1: Me too.
2: I would adore and love that. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Tim.
1: Thank you so much, Tim. Bye. 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 Thank Take you. Care. Take, care.
2: <laughs> Take care.
0: Take care, You too. Welcome. Bye.